Welcome to Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm Heidi, certified hypnotist and mindset coach, and in this podcast, I'm breaking down my secret code for midlife success. Are you trying to overcome people-pleasing behaviors, navigating divorce, living in debilitating self-doubt, or something else keeping you stuck? You're in the right place. I know that you're ready to get to the next level of your life feeling happy and fulfilled, so let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Midlife with Heidi. Thank you for taking time to listen. I know you have tons of options, and the fact that you're here right now means a lot to me. I also appreciate so much the comments I get or when someone tells me personally what they got out of an episode. It warms my heart to know that I'm connecting and that this podcast is having an impact. At the end of the last episode, I asked you to consider what you're committed to. Are you committed to maintaining harmony and keeping the peace with others? Or are you committed to prioritizing you this year and setting boundaries for yourself and on yourself that allow you to navigate the holiday season and your life with a full tank? When we're committed to keeping the peace no matter what, the ultimate cost is our own peace. Peacekeeping causes resentment and frustration, toxic self talk diminished self-worth, and a lack of deep personal connections. Peacekeeping creates and is created by an inability to set healthy boundaries. It's a vicious cycle. In this episode, that's what we're talking about. This unhealthy cycle of peacekeeping and lack of boundaries, two core reasons we stay stuck in this cycle, plus I'll give you one thing you must do to get out of this exhausting place. Ready? Let's dig in. As I said, when we're committed to keeping the peace, the ultimate cost is our own peace. Peacekeeping creates this continuous cycle of overextension, neglected self-care, and a gradual destruction of your own mental and emotional well-being. It's so slow and subtle, we sometimes don't even realize it's happening until we're in a full-blown crisis of some sort, like burnout. We get sick, or our coping mechanism of drinking or eating has become a big problem that's suddenly impacting our relationships, our health, and our life. By prioritizing external harmony at the expense of our personal peace, we perpetuate a cycle where the needs and desires of others take priority over our own. This self-sacrificing approach leads to a chronic sense of imbalance leaving us emotionally depleted and physically exhausted. So that's why the question, what am I committed to, is so important. Am I committed to maintaining harmony and keeping the peace without any regard to the cost? It's easy for us to say, yeah, of course I'm committed to myself, but it brings me joy to give to others. But our feelings and outcomes tell the real story. If I'm consistently exhausted, edgy, and resentful, it's a sign that my giving to others is prioritized over what I'm giving to myself. That is not being committed to yourself. Here's what happens when you're committed to peacekeeping and people-pleasing. You cannot hold boundaries. I repeat, there's no way for you to hold any boundaries, and here's why. Maintaining peace 
not rocking the boat requires me in my own mind to not speak up, not say no, internalize hurt feelings or any so-called negative feelings or emotions. It causes me to ignore toxic behavior, to bite my tongue and suppress my opinions and thoughts. I avoid difficult conversations. I prioritize others' comfort and feelings over my own, and I ignore my own wants and needs. I'm also constantly busy doing everything for everybody because I think that's what they expect and what makes them happy. And the worst part is, making sure I do everything to keep everyone else happy and comfortable causes me to overlook how much this is impacting me mentally and physically. I develop a complete disregard for what this is doing to me. I chalk it up to, this is just who I am. I'm a giving person. We all want to feel peace this time of year and every day, but the things we're doing as peacekeepers to try and find that peace are actually creating the opposite outcome. All the giving and doing and trying to be perfect and avoiding conflict takes a toll. It results in doing things that you don't enjoy. You're going along to get along. You feel frustrated, resentful, angry, disappointed, bitter, burned out. You feel disconnected or like you're a burden. Maybe you end up having emotional outbursts because your whole system is unregulated. Your health takes a hit and you're just plain exhausted from it all. I believe this people-pleasing, peacekeeping, lack of boundaries cycle continues because of two primary factors. When we come back from a short 60-second break, I'll tell you what those two key factors are. Are you ready for an unforgettable holiday challenge? The 12 Days of Stressmas is back! It's unlike any other challenge and is the easiest, non-challenging challenge you'll ever do. It'll take place in my private Facebook group, Mastering Midlife with Heidi, and to participate, all you do is take five minutes out of your day to watch a video I'll be sharing in the group. Each day, I'll talk about a surprising way you might be adding stress to your life, and I'll provide practical tips and insights on how to find more peace. That's easy, right? But wait, there's more. By sharing your takeaways or ahas in the comments of each video, you'll have the chance to win cash prizes, relaxation audios, and exclusive coaching. So mark your calendars for the first Monday of December and get ready to join me in this fun, eye-opening challenge. The 12 Days of Stressmas is an easy way to prioritize you this holiday season. Oh yeah, 12 Days of Stressmas is free unless you want to join the VIP section where you'll get exclusive live coaching and the chance for additional prizes. The challenge link is in the episode description. Go claim your spot now for holiday peace and calm. I look forward to seeing you there. Welcome back. Before the break, I said that I believe the cycle of people-pleasing, peacekeeping, and lack of boundaries continues because of two primary factors. The first factor is our desire for approval and acceptance. Being accepted is one of our core needs. Everyone wants to feel accepted and like they belong. In fact, many years ago, acceptance and belonging were a requirement of survival. If you weren't accepted by your tribe, then you weren't protected, and people didn't survive on their own. 
The instinct to survive is built into our DNA, and therefore, so is being accepted and belonging. Like I said back in the day, being accepted was crucial for survival, especially for women who needed the support and protection of their community. But now, in our modern world, it's evolved into something more complex, especially for women who tend to people-please and do what they can to keep the peace. Our focus has shifted to seeking validation and approval of wanting to be liked and valued as a way of keeping the peace. Add into this the elements of how you were raised. If you're like me, you were raised that it wasn't okay to say no, that you didn't have the right to speak up for yourself. You grew up thinking that other people would tell you what was best for you, what was right or wrong, and we learned to believe that we had no rights unless they were given to us by an outside source, usually an authority figure. This also caused us unconsciously to feel unsafe unless we followed the rules, so to speak. So in the modern world, it caused us to constantly look outside ourselves for approval and acceptance. And this is one of the keys. Seeking approval and acceptance is one of the cruxes of people-pleasing and peacekeeping. I believe it's one of the things that's at the very core. Wanting to keep the peace is all about approval and acceptance. If I don't keep the peace, I won't be approved of and accepted. Once I had this awareness, the game changed for me. Dr. Harriet Breaker, who wrote the book called The Disease to Please, says, If you are an approval junkie, your behavior is as easy to control as that of any other junkie. All a manipulator need do is a simple two-step process, give you what you crave, and then threaten to take it away. If you're a peacekeeper, one thing you crave is peace, so you'll do whatever you can to keep the peace or the illusion of it anyway. And that leads me to the other key factor of why it can feel impossible to stop people-pleasing, and that's because we want to avoid at all costs situations that make us uncomfortable or feel guilty, situations where we think we're going to disappoint someone or worse, where there'll be a confrontation, maybe an explosion, or where we'll be rejected. There's an inability to tolerate the uneasiness, the discomfort, or the disappointment. We would rather feel the guilt and the fear and all the feelings that go along with that than to be uncertain about the outcome of speaking up. It's just easier to go along to get along. It's easier to say yes or to give in. It's easier to keep tiptoeing around everything that feels wrong or hurtful. So the second factor that makes it hard to set boundaries, prioritize yourself, and break the peacekeeping cycle is this, being unable to tolerate the unknown outcome of no longer walking on eggshells and doing whatever you can to keep another person happy being unable to tolerate what it would look like to stop being the peacekeeper. Let's go back to the original question. Are you committed to keeping the peace or are you committed to prioritizing you? If you're ready to break the peacekeeping chains that tie you to your current life, you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable for a while. Because when you've lived your life as the doormat, setting boundaries is not a simple on-off switch. You're not going to wake up one day and say, I need better boundaries, and they magically appear. And I'm guessing that for 95% of you, boundaries were not taught to you when you were young. 
Setting boundaries is a skill that we learn, and like any skill, it takes practice. There's a saying that if you ask God for more patience, He doesn't grant you patience. He gives you a boatload of circumstances where you can practice being patient, and learning how to set boundaries is the same. It's like going to the gym to get fit. You have to keep going and lifting the weight and pushing yourself to do more, even though your muscles might hurt like hell. So be ready when you ask for help with learning the skill of setting boundaries. You'll get lots of opportunities to practice, and it won't be easy. If you feel like a doormat, though, the first step is to get off the floor. This means committing to learning and practicing the skill of boundaries. A little insight about boundaries. They are not about the other person. They are about what's okay and not okay with you. They are about your preferences and desires. They are about who you allow into your circle, who you decide to spend time with. They are about communicating your limits and deal breakers and the consequences of someone stepping over them. They are about you deciding how you spend your time, your money, your energy. They are not mean or selfish. Setting boundaries and living your life the way you want is an inherent right that you have. Reclaim your right. Saying no, that's not okay with me, or no, that doesn't work for me, or sometimes even just a plain no, is probably one of the hardest boundaries to set, but one of the most important things you can do for yourself. You have the right to say no to anything and everything in your life, with the exception of caring for your non-adult children. It gives you agency over yourself, your time, your money, your emotions, your energy, your body. You give away your power when you say yes in order to gain approval and acceptance. You diminish your ability to control and prioritize your time when you say yes to additional work or social commitments. This leads to feeling like you're controlled by external demands. You give away your power when you say yes to financial requests because it can result in a loss of control over your money and long-term goals. You diminish yourself when you take on responsibilities for others' feelings or let them take responsibility for yours. You give away power over your energy by saying yes to every request for your time without considering your own limits. If you are an auto-yesser and many times say yes out of obligation, you're giving away your power. And you diminish your power when you say yes to intimacy when you're not comfortable or don't feel safe. So, setting boundaries. Here is a somewhat unconventional way to develop your boundary muscle. Do a no challenge with yourself. You decide how you want that to look. Maybe you challenge yourself to say no to everything asked of you for a week. Or maybe you decide to say no to two things each week that you previously would have said yes to. You could implement the pause. On every request you get, you reply that you'll think about it and get back to them. Then do that. Think about it. Think about why you want to say yes. Is it for approval or truly because you want to do the thing that they're asking? Take 24 hours and really feel into how a yes feels in your body and how a no feels in your body. Remember that your ego shouts and your intuition whispers. So ask yourself the question and then really listen for the answer. Listen with your heart and your body, not with your head. If the answer is a no, 
Even if you feel guilt and uncomfortable, thank the person for asking and tell them you need to decline this time. No explanations needed. Maybe you write out your priorities for the next month and you evaluate everything you're asked to do against those priorities. If it doesn't line up, you say no. Create statements you're comfortable with on how to decline a request. This can be helpful. Practice the statements out loud with yourself or a friend so that they come to mind more easily when you're in a situation where an answer is required right away. Remember that setting boundaries and living your life the way you want is your divine right. If you want to dive deeper into your inherent rights and building your boundary muscle, I'd love to have you join me in the 12 Days of Stressmas Challenge. I'll be guiding you to diminish the stress that peacekeeping is causing you. No more walking on eggshells, not speaking your mind, or saying yes to everything you get asked to do or attend. The more inner peace you have, the more outer peace you'll experience. Albert Einstein said, Peace cannot be kept by force. It can only be achieved by understanding. This means that to have peace, we need to start by understanding ourselves, figuring out what makes us happy, what makes us upset, and why we feel that way, and then being committed enough to ourselves to change what needs changing in order to have inner peace. Because without inner peace, it's hard to have calm and harmony in the world around us. Remember that no one or no thing can steal your inner peace. That is completely in your control. Talk to you soon. Thank you for spending time with me today. To continue on your journey of mastering midlife, click the link in the description to download my free guide, 20 Ways to Say No Without Feeling Guilty. See you in the next episode.